We're 19 minutes away from 8 o'clock. Uh, we're going to catch up and talk some darts very shortly. Just seeing if we can iron out a couple of kinks in our studio technically. We'll work on that and hopefully be able to carry on talking darts. Now, this story, Luke Littler. How's this? What were you doing on 21 January 2007? What were you doing in 2007? I think many of you are probably on the job site. Actually, uh, many of you are probably at the pub playing darts. Um, but I tell you what, it was the year Luke Littler was born. That's right, 2007. Work that one out. Incredible. Absolutely incredible that this young man is now in the semi-final of the World Darts, Champion, World Darts Championship. And, um, you know, he's in the semi-final against a guy, Rob Cross, who had to muster one of the most incredible comebacks. This this year at the Alley Pally, this uh, World Darts Championship has just been ridiculous for storylines. So can he go again? Can he keep the story going? I don't think there's any question as we welcome in Paul Nicholson now, we are very lucky to be joined by a man of his prestige, the asset. Uh, Paul, good evening to you. It doesn't seem like there's going to be any question what this year's event's going to be remembered for, does there? Not at all. And uh, thanks for having me on. It's, it's great to speak to you guys in New Zealand because we are so excited this evening about what could possibly happen next. It's an all-English uh, last four here at Alexandra Palace at the start of 2024, but the story right now is Luke Littler uh, at the age of 16. For the next few weeks, he has a chance to become world champion in the next 28 hours. It's an, it's incredible. I was just saying, Paul, what were you doing in 2007? What were you doing? You are probably throwing darts, I imagine. I was, and I was living in Australia as well, living in Melbourne, <laughs> and around about that time, my career was starting to take off. When he was born, my form started to, to show, and my professional career was about a year from kicking off. So uh, it's funny how that was about 15, 16 years ago, but now we've got someone from this era coming through so quickly. And it's an exciting time to be involved in darts, and Luke Littler has set this tournament on fire, and we can't get enough of it. Paul, I was actually watching a, a clip um, of you speaking, and, and it doesn't sound like you are totally shocked. I mean, maybe it's shocking that he's gone this deep, and he just seems so composed, because I guess watching from afar, it feels like oh, the bubble's going to pop, the bubble's going to pop, this has been awesome, he's clearly got talent, he's clearly going to be a, a dominant force for years to come, but you've seen enough from this guy to, to not be totally shocked that he could contend in this way? Yeah, absolutely. A great question because we've been doing a lot of different darts tours and promotions over the course of the last 18 months. He played in the the Amateur World Championship at Lakeside in April of 2022. It took a world record average at that venue to beat him on that occasion in the last 16. So wow. Richard Vainster, who beat him on that occasion, has shown how you beat him. You've got to set a record to beat him. But here's something that a lot of people haven't spoken about yet. Since the 7th of October, he hasn't lost one game of darts. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, put that into perspective. That's 87 days ago. The last time he was beaten in a competitive game of darts was to Poland's Sebastian Biowetsky in a semi-final of a Super Series match in Portsmouth in Hampshire in the south, uh, southern part of England. And 
That was just a really short format game. That was the last time he lost. Since then, he's won every single game he's played. And this is not an accident. He's been attaining really high levels of performance in long format darts, in short format stuff, in set play, in match play. He has got everything in the locker. And the most important thing is he has confidence at the minute. And Rob Cross has got a nightmare on his hands tonight. It's uh, okay. Now you've Paul, you have just laid that out beautifully. So, as far as I can tell, he's averaged over a hundred three times already this in his World Championships debut, and it almost sounds like he's forgotten how to lose. So, I mean, when you come up against a guy that is so hot, he has got all the confidence in the world. He's actually got the scoring average to say that he's doing it consistently. I mean, what does that do for a guy? That when, you, when you go up there and you stand on the same stage as someone like that, what does that do to his competitor? I mean, how can Rob Cross mentally get up for this? Rob Cross will be up for this game, but he's got to find a way to burst Luke Littler's bubble, whether that's with controlling the pace of the game and making Luke wait a little bit longer in certain turns. I think that will happen. I think stagecraft may come into it. But at the age of 16, Luke has got an inordinate amount of stage experience already. He just doesn't seem to be ruffled by anything, whether it's playing Raymond van Barneveld, who's been playing in over 30 world championships in his career, whether he's playing a debutant, the UK Open champion. All of these things have happened in this event. He just doesn't seem to be bothered by anything. And this is not going to be a one-off as well. He's going to the professional tour next month when he's 17 years of age. He's not going back to school. He's not going to a job. He's going to be a professional after this tournament, and he's going to be in the top 50 in the world without even trying. So this is really exciting for the sport of darts that we've got such a young superstar, and we haven't seen anybody like him since Michael Van Gerwen burst through almost 20 years ago. Oh, I was going to ask you about that because it's kind of given me flashbacks um, a wee bit to, to that and that kind of era, and, and he became a very wealthy man pretty quickly. And I feel like Luke's on that that path. He's the um, he's, he is the favourite here at our bookmaker, the dollar seventy four. So they've got him installed as favourite. A hey, Luke Humphreys is a very short favourite with our bookie here over Scott Williams. And if I'm not mistaken, does he go world number one if he beats Scott this evening? That's correct. If Luke Humphreys makes the final, he will be the world number one in a couple of days when the rankings are published, which is on January the 4th. It has to be done when the tournament is finished. So Humphreys will go to world number one if he wins tonight. If he does not win tonight and he loses to Scott Williams, Michael Van Gerwen will be world number one for the second time in his career. For the first time, he was world number one for seven years. <laughs> and he's waited a long time to get that back. That may be the only consolation that MBG gets from this tournament because he lost to Scott Williams last night. But, yeah, big night for Humphreys. Uh, I don't think there's a great deal of pressure on Scott Williams for the second night in a row. And Humphreys will have to shoulder the pressure, but he lives a life under pressure at the minute and he's used to it. Rob Cross pulled off that mammoth comeback. I mean, he's had his moments where everybody's just gone, wow, this guy is freakish as well. So, like, this is a – actually, put it in perspective for us, Paul. Is this as excited as as darts fans and the darts community has been for a a semi-final or a a match-up or a storyline in a long time? Or are we just – do we get this carried away every year? No, I don't think we do. I look back at the last couple of years and there were great stories – Obviously, Michael Smith won his first world championship on January the 3rd last year. 
that was a great story, but we were expecting him to go on and win a world championship over the last 10 years. But I remember five years ago when Fallon Sherrick won a couple of games and the media uh, in that end of 2019 uh, period was out of this world. We had people getting involved in darts that we never thought would even be interested in it. People like mm. Billie Jean King and great sports stars from uh, the past and maybe from the future and definitely from the present. So when that happened, we saw a real uptake of media seats in the media area and people talking about it on social media, newspapers, radio stations and TV programs. But what we've seen with Littler, it, because of his age and because of the perception of this being a surprise, and I say that because to me and to some of my colleagues at TalkSport, it's not a surprise. Littler is a real story and everybody wants a piece of it. I mean, I was asked to do 11 interviews today and I'm not even playing in the tournament. Imagine what it's like <laughs> for someone who's playing in this. Oh, that is the best way to put it, Paul. That is incredible. Yeah, it really has. It's resonating down here. Like, uh, for perspective, it's in our, and you can use this, it's, it's literally on our main um, newspaper, like our, our online, it's called stuff.co.nz. So we've got all of the, the summer news in New Zealand, and then we've got Luke the Nuke Littler, like, splashed there. I mean, that's how... <laughs> That that is that is how far wide this is going all the way down here. So great to have some of your time, Paul. Uh, enjoy it, mate. We'll be watching. We'll be updating it here on ECNZ. Uh, the coverage on Talksport will be world class, no doubt. Thanks for your time, man. Enjoy it. Thanks very much indeed. Happy New Year, guys. There you go, Paul Nicholson, the asset, a good darts player himself in his own right. And you can just hear the excitement in his voice. I mean, this is this is a, a mad, mad storyline. Like, we've got a 16-year-old who isn't just fluking his way through here, is dominant. Has averaged 103 times this tournament already and goes in favourite against a guy like Rob Cross to win it, uh, to win the semi-final. And I tell you what, if he wins, he will be very close to starting favourite in the final. Like, this is a, this is a happening thing. And if it doesn't, well, Rob Cross, he has been the giant killer, and there's a bit of villain to it, but I think Rob Cross will embrace that, and I think Rob Cross will will want to have this moment, you know? This is ruthless high-level sport. Don't be fooled. Darts at this time of year, this is as intense. This is the pressure cooker. Brilliant. Oh, I'm fired up now. We're seven minutes away from eight. We'll get back to a couple of your text messages to close the hour out after this.